Hi, this is Gobble Tula, also known as John. Look, when I'm not recording podcasts about Dilbert, I like to spread awareness about argon safety. In this podcast, we talk about argon. Children, no, never, ever, ever huff argon. It will kill you. A hundred percent, you will be dead. Do not do this. Love, Gobblatula. Stuart, on the other hand, wants you to do this. I guarantee it. Hello, Dill Halls, and welcome to the Dillcast once again. Uh, I am, as usual, I'm Stuart Jip, and I'm here with the uh, erstwhile and ever-popular... That's you, you should say your name. Oh, Gobbletula. Hey, Dillbutants. Yeah, we swapped him, you see. We've swapped him. Yeah. We got an iTunes review that said, you guys need to shake it up. Shake it up, uh, shake it yeah, up, sh- shake exactly. it up. You guys need to shake it up. That's what it said. And they used capital letters and bold to create the sensation of that exact intonation. Shake it up. Like, I don't, it was incredible. They're like a wordsmith as far as I'm concerned. I wonder um, what they mean. I could <laughs> possibly be thinking that they might be talking about how long it takes me to get a single thought into sentence form. See, now, what was so good about that is I was genuinely in the middle of that, like, is this guy winding me up? <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. Like, even, for, like... This this is taking so long <laughs> that this has to be no, a bit. I was, thank God it was. I, you know, I was re-listening to our podcast, and and it's kind of similar to like any podcast that I'm on. Is that I don't know why, but it <laughs> takes me forever to fucking get a single thought out. I don't know what my deal is, but uh, to anybody listening and to anybody who's very um, impatient with me, I appreciate your <laughs> impatience or patience, whatever. Yes, thank you, thank you for your for your patience. We we do it. We are we are grateful. Um, so, uh, what, what's what's been going on in the, in uh, in in Gobland since the last time we did one of these? Uh, not a last whole week. lot. Same old stuff. Been uh, yeah. drawing and chilling and going to work and feeding cats and doing cat things. Cool, cool. That's what I like to hear, you know. Time for the just, cat news segment of the podcast. Oh shit! Yes, yes. In cat news, I moved the litter box from the main di- uh, living room area to the bathroom, so it doesn't smell like cat shit all the time. 
Oh, that's interesting because now now the cats are taking their cat dumps the same place where like you would take your your human dumps, right? Yeah. the 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 idea is that um, the synchronicity we, is there. Yeah. We yeah. we shit together. Yeah. Are you trying to synchronize the the movements? Mm-hmm. So we're on the like same that. shit cycle. Yeah, and do you think eventually that there'll be a trade-off, so you'll start using the box and the cats will start using the toilet? I already have started using the box. I'm sorry, you're right, I should have assumed that was the case. Yeah. Yeah, because you want to create the precedence going in, and I'm I'm not a cat dad, so I don't know. Well, yeah, the thing about being a cat dad is that when you leave your own giant human-sized turds in the cat box... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they get highly intimidated, and they know yeah. that you're the cat dad. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they don't. Yeah, they're just like if if you can produce a, 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 a an object of this yeah sort of girth and fearsome. Look sort of at all of this waste. This guy yeah. must be in charge. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh fuck! It helps if while you're doing it, you you make absolute penetrative eye contact with the cats. Yeah. As well, yeah. So you're just staring at them, and they're staring back at you, and you're just kind of like vibrating. You know, <laughs> they they say that you say "I love you" to a cat by by blinking very slowly, but I'll say the very opposite by widening my eyes <laughs> while mm-hmm. while what? taking a shit. Yeah. All right. I've tried the slow blinking. I've tried the slow blinking thing on cats, and it never works. No, I mean. I, I mean, I think if you're saying I love you to a cat... I think they got to be saying it, it first, creepy. really. I think, you yeah. know, they got to be in a cuddly mood. Because if they're, well, if they're I, in run around, knock every fucking thing over mood, you're, you know, and I love you doesn't mean shit to them. But, like, think of it this way. If, if you were to go to... Not that I'm comparing... Like, let's, let's say you were in on the market for sort of a romantic uh, partner, right? Mm-hmm. If you were to go up to someone who you were interested in becoming... Oh, you you tried it on a human, is what you're saying. And you just went, I love you, from the off. They're going to think, okay, that's weird. I mean, this must be some sort of joke, right? Because no one would, in their right mind, would say that as their opening move, really. Right. Unless they were trying to be wacky. And nobody wants wants a, a wacky partner nobody does it it's the worst possible personality trait a person can have is being wacky mm-hmm. you know you'd be at like the company picnic or something and like the partner would be like whoa i've put the fucking picnic basket on my head and i'm doing a little dance now and you'd be like this is embarrassing this is fucking embarrassing this is shameful why can't you know things about what about business and say those things instead of what you're saying now so it's a charles this is a picnic you don't exactly. do fun things yeah, <laughs> you're, not, you're not here to enjoy yourself. <laughs> take that picnic basket off your head and place it on the table where it belongs, and, and then, you know, take the picnic foods out of it and, you know, distribute and eat them. What you're doing is absurd. And then, you know, get your children to sit in, in single file, like, over there, looking at the floor, looking at the grass. Welcome like, to the Picnic w- Basket podcast. I don't want them talking. I don't want them fucking talking. But, you know, to, to, to bring us back on track, if this was a picnic sold solely composed of cats, then, you know, it would work, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. You'd be back, you'd be back on board, wouldn't you? I mm-hmm. mean, it, well, I think everything that we've said so far on this podcast has been basically akin to, you know, philosophy going forward. 
Yeah. I, I don't think, I think it's all good shit. But what we're really here for, rather than a philosophy, here we go, wait for this little segue, this is going to be fucking good. Dilosophy. What's this episode called, by the way? Uh, Dilosophy. All right. <laughs> That works. I, was, I was trying to think of one on the way back home from work, and I thought of like I, th- I came up with a few, but I need to like not blow my dill load like super early, you know. I need I need to save the really good ones for later because otherwise people are going to expect gold from me every time. So some of them have got some of them have got to be kind of bad. Yeah, and that's good. Uh, that's just my that's my. It's like it's like making Dilbert. You know, most of them are terrible, but every so often you you throw in a decent one, and people are like, oh maybe this isn't maybe I shouldn't slash my own wrists rather than watch read another one of these. You know. Yeah. But uh, you know, just for for research purposes, uh, there there is a book called Dilbert Two Point which is like the first twenty years of Dilbert like celebration book thing, and I was going to buy a second hand copy of it because you know research. Mm-hmm. And I bought it, and they wanted like over a hundred dollars for shipping, so I didn't. That's the whole story. That's the entire anecdote. Hundred dollars for shipping. Over a hundred dollars for shipping for this stupid Dilbert book, which apparently is the same size as like a fucking room. Oh, I see. I see. It's for your ultimate Dilbert super fan, which I honestly thought I was, but I just couldn't bring myself to spend a hundred dollars plus the the price of the actual book to get a second hand Dilbert book. Oh, well, maybe next time. I mean, Maybe one day, maybe if we ever do a Patreon, we can crowdfund it. Like, it Crowd- raise enough money for students. Yeah, raise to enough buy a money for Dilbert you to own a book. Mm. <laughs> a Dilbert, a hardcover treasury of Dilbert comic strips in order to research for the podcast, even though it's not in any way necessary. Yeah. Do you think if we run out of Dilbert strips when we eventually get through all of them, which we will definitely do, we should do like the Dilbert's desktop games app? Oh, God. Oh God! Yes, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember that? Nope. I don't remember oh, anything. Well, I wake up terrible. in the morning and I have to get reminded of who I am every day. And <laughs> that must—that's a bit like how I am in the morning, except when I remember, I'm like really sad. No, same, same. I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, the possibilities are endless. Oh no, I just remembered what my job is. <laughs> Oh, I remembered what I have to do now. <laughs> I hate this. Why can't I go back to the void? Ah, uh, sweet, delicious. Anyway, sleep void. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, speaking of the void, uh, let's look at something that's absolutely void of quality. Uh, this is Dilbert from. Uh, oh shit! It's from four twenty, uh, nineteen eighty nine. Dilbert, more like weed, but. So anyway, like Dilblunt. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Dill blunt. Mm. Actually, I do like so, weed, Bert. I just, <laughs> I don't know. Dill blaze. Uh, Dill chronic. That doesn't work. Spliff, Bert. Yeah. Dill, <laughs> Dill, Dill bong. That's pretty good. Dill bong is pretty good. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Scott Adanabis drugs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Okay. Let's begin with this comic strip. Should, should I? Should I be? Do you want to be Dogbert again? Sure, I'll be Dogbert. Okay. Right. Panel one is Dilbert in presumably his bedroom. Uh, he's standing in front of. Uh, what would you call that? I guess like a just a, like a little. 
a set of drawers of mirror on top of it. There's mm-hmm. a name for this, mm-hmm. but I forget what it is. A bureau, a credenza. I don't know what it is. It's a piece of furniture. one of those things. It's a piece of furniture yeah. that yeah. you look into He's your looking... own eyes. Dogbert is sitting on the bed, uh, looking at him. Um, now, I want to point out at this point, I'm not sure that reflection is entirely accurate, so I think we have some kind of supernatural thing going on here, but in theory, it could just be a bad drawing. I don't know if Scott Adams really does bad drawings, though, so, you know. No. Anyway, Dilbert says, I'm really nervous about this presentation for the big boss. Got any tips for me? You can do panel two because it's all Dogbert. Dogbert, sitting on the bed, says, Remember to bring a bunch of coins to jangle self-consciously in your pockets. And and then panel three is just them kind of leaving, like walking away. Dilbert's carrying like his notes, like a folder under his arm. But other than that, they're just leaving. They're exiting stage left, basically. Yeah. And And Dogbert says, Avoid eye contact and don't pause to explain your acronyms. And Dilbert ends the strip with uh, I wish I could tell when you're kidding <laughs> but I'm anyway uh, this Dilbert's, one was this Dilbert one wasn't bad you know it's it's I would I mean it's not great is it um he forgot to draw in the line for the speech balloon in the last panel as well oh yeah huh I can't I tell idiot. who's is that his thoughts? Is that Dilbert's inner thoughts? I mean, is I that just... I don't know. I, I mean, I, are I those words to be uh, graffitied onto his wall? <laughs> yeah, they're just written on the he wall. He wrote on his wall, I wish I could tell when you're kidding. Which is really concerning when you think about it. Yeah. You know you know, Garfield minus Garfield, that whole meme from like 10 years ago? Yes. Do you think it would work if it was Gar- Dilbert minus Dogbert? Dilbert minus Dogbert. Now that's a thought. Um, the, the second panel would just be an empty bed. Yeah, it would. <laughs> With no dialogue. It would be uh, interesting, though. It would be somewhat Lynchian. I mean, I thought the Garfield minus Garfield thing was pretty funny sometimes. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, just, just because John cuts such an impressive, psychotic figure, I suppose. He does come across like he's got serious mental problems, and that's funny, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> but no, um, sorry, you were saying you thought this was excellent, like really good. I didn't think it was excellent, I thought it was <laughs> good, uh, in the sense <laughs> that like, I don't know, I imagine all the things, uh, I actually visualized the the uh, presentation and, you know, imagining someone jingling and jangling their coins <laughs> through the whole thing and they just like blast through their acronyms. It's it, like purposely that 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 idea is funny. Um, well, this is this is good. This is nice. We're we're coming into a Dilbert appreciation zone today. I like it. Well, yeah, you know, I'm trying to give. I'm. I whenever I look at these things, I always I come in with like a certain expectations. Like, okay, this is going to be a Dilbert comic, and <laughs> yeah. I have to get into like office humor mindset. So. Yeah. For for what it is, it's it's you know it's fine. Do you do anything to get yourself into the office humor mindset? Like, do you physically like dress yourself as an office worker, or like I get in a suit and then I huff gas. <laughs> I just breathe in, just like gas fumes. 
Does it matter what source of the fumes are? Does it, any particular type of gas or just whatever's to hand? Argon. Oh, okay, great. Thank you. That, that's very, that is shockingly specific. Yep. Good night. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think it's okay. I think it's interesting in that it's probably the first actual office humor Dilbert, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. This like is, the, this, it's the first this time they're like talking about work, right? Yeah, this prefigures Dilbert's uh, actual like the, the way that it it leans because D- Dilbert takes the, the strip takes a few years to become a full on like a, almost every strip takes place in the office like mm. at work. Yeah, but that's not for a while yet. We don't meet. I mean, I would be surprised if this podcast survived long enough to actually meet any of the other regular characters. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm quitting after this one. So oh shit! Oh god, damn it! I knew it. I jinxed it. This is because of that. This is because of that thing I said about. Argon, isn't it? This is this is because I brought that into. Oh god, it's okay. Actually, it's okay. Well, I mean, argon is highly, highly dangerous. So don't ever breathe argon, kids, because you will actually die. How quickly would you die? Like seconds. Really? Yeah. Okay, like, so if you wanted to work, die in seconds, <laughs> oh god, then no! Argon's but, the thing. Like, argon's Christ. the thing to have. Is that is that is that right? Is that what you were saying? I'm not fucking discussing this okay all right i'm sorry i just uh you know so let me let me let me just uh let me uh let me okay let's let's get off the subject but just to summarize but yes if you wanted to die if you wanted to die (laughs) instantly and and painlessly presumably i don't know then actually i've never a bunch of argon like just find some argon and get it down you like it's a full english just down it no i guess the reason that argon was the first gas that came to mind is because i use it every day at work and um what do you use it to do kill people (laughs) (sighs) i'm not supposed to i'm not supposed to talk talk about about it? it Okay, that's fair. That's okay. So basically, what you're saying is yes, it is to kill people. Okay, <sighs> gotcha. I gotcha. Damn. Okay. It. So just to summarize once again, Gobolotula, the creator of Please Forgive Me and It Hurts, as amongst other wonderful things, not only says that you can half argon to die instantly, but that you definitely should, and that he forces people to do it. Yeah, you got me. I got, but t- t- absolute nail to the wall. Look, if it if it helps, if it makes the situation any better, I'm I'm a huge nonce. I'm a huge paedophile, like bad, like really sort of in- intensely into that whole scene. So I don't know. That maybe takes some of the heat off. I wouldn't say it does anything except add heat onto you, buddy. <laughs> if, if anything, it makes the situation much worse by association, arguably. Should we clarify at this point that none of what we've said apart that's been that's been uh, for the last say like five minutes is is true? Uh, well, I always say that everything that we say in this podcast is a lie, it's a lie. Uh, as okay, you can so see plainly written in, in the the Dogbert. The yeah. fucked up Dogbert drawing logo that I made. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, we are right liars. There. So if you okay, look hard so, enough, you can find mm. it. 
So if you if you huff argon, you you won't die. So kids, go no, goddamn it, argon, <laughs> have as much argon as you want. Okay, let's move on swiftly. Um, Dilbert, <laughs> Dilbert, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is an okay comic. I think it exhibits like some actual personality for once. Like there, there is a like there is a kind of observational humor sort of merit to this one, but. I don't love it as much as you do. I, I, it's not my favourite comic I've ever seen, like what you said. I, I just think it's okay, personally. Um, and I, I do like the com- the comedic phrase, a bunch of coins to jangle. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's like, I'm, ja- like, I'm jangling, you're jangling, I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I just like the fact that Dogbert's just giving him really shitty advice on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I, mean, I mean, I suppose the only criticism I can raise is that, I mean, how could Dilbert not understand that he's kidding? Right, yeah. He looks like a dope. And he should he's get fired. Fucking, he's, fucking, he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dilbert's stupid. I don't even know how he got this job. He's fucking, He's a fool. Yeah. He's a rube, a simpleton. Um. Uh, okay, so, yeah, that's that's that Dilbert's trip review. We've done... Oh, no, we, we need to give it a number out of ten. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? Uh, what I, I gave the last one a seven because it was a fun slingshot comic. This one, I want to say it's a six. Oh wow, not as good as the slingshot one. No, nah, slingshots are fun. I hope you've been saving all these scores onto a spreadsheet. I haven't. I know you have. <laughs> I have not been doing anything of the sort. Well, I was about to say it might be fun eventually to have the raw data, but I really don't see the point. I, I, really I like to throw these numbers useful. into the wind and whatever ripples in this life they may cause, let them be caused. So it's all about living in the moment, is it? Yeah, pretty much. I like to just say one, five, seven. Shit, uh, Jesus, wow. Numbers, you know? Yeah. Is this like a Catholicism thing? Yeah, in Catholicism they say... If man is five, if man is five, then the God, oh, then the devil is six, then the devil is six, the devil is six, then God is seven. That's my uh, (laughs) expertly sung Pixies song. Oh, it's a Pixies song. Yeah, this monkey goes to heaven. You sounded like the fucking guy from ACDC at the end. Oh, well... That would What's be, his name again? That, An- Andrew Charles Dominic Charles. <laughs> Andrew Charles Dominic Charles. <laughs> yeah, ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, yeah, but, uh, yeah, in Catholicism, uh, numbers mean a whole lot. Um, if you notice that you, you, you open up the Bible and the first thing mm. you say see is page one. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about that, if that meant anything. Well, it's how to find where you're at in the Bible. Oh, what you mean, like, spiritually, like, where you're at? Oh, that that's a whole other system. Okay. okay. Um, God that, says, that also involve numbers? Yea, upon thy souls I grant thy scoreth onto a scale of one to ten. If you wake up and cool stuff happens, yay, your day beeth a ten. 
If bad stuff happens, nay, it is a zero. Or a one. You said whichever. You can decide if zero is included. See, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not being funny. Like I'm not trying to. The thing is, it's only just occurred to me. But you know, this whole thing about God granting the score to your day out of ten, right? Yeah. Like, do you remember in the Bible? Elsewhere in the Bible, there's one of the other Bible bits. One of the other stories of the Bible is uh, Moses relating the Ten Commandments. Do you see the connection here? There's both. Mm -hmm. about the number ten. Yeah. Scale so of one that, to ten. Number, so it's the number ten. On a scale like, of one, thou shalt not kill. Yeah, because that's like the most. That's like the least important commandment. On a scale of ten, I don't know. Be good to your mom and dad. In a scale of ten, thou shalt not huff argon. Thou shalt not huff argon. At ten point two, if you if you want, like whatever. This isn't I'm, that big of a deal. I'm the big argon safety um, yeah. guy. I how, don't. How fuck. can you stay? How can you stay safe from argon? You don't. Uh, okay, so argon is a gas that will sink. So what you don't want to do is get into a pit with argon yeah. f flowing because it'll just fill up and then you will just suddenly drop dead. The next thing you know, so, you're dead, and that's it. So if you if you took some bottles of argon on, out on a boat with you and then you broke one of the bottles, the boat would sink. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, if you're in a is cartoon, that, is that how it works? Right. Okay. I mean, I don't know whether or not you're going to be in a cartoon. That really depends on the scenario, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, wow, but, this is a heavy gas. I don't know why it wasn't yeah. sinking the boat when it was in a bottle. How can a gas be heavy when it's just gas, though? This is ridiculous. I don't know. It's got the, more molecules whole... than than air. Than what so, air is composed of. It's got. I. I, I got no, you. I'm just talking nonsense. But I know is it's it, like. Is argon visible? Uh, no. Oh shit! So it's an invisible killer. Yeah. See. Fuck. So there could be argon here with me right now, and I would never know until I was dead. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and then I would still around like somewhere, spread about, but in concentrated form. If I were to grab some argon and then cut my hands together, would I keep the argon in the cupped hands, and then I could throw it at someone, and you know? Then it would dissipate and there would be no evidence. Well. What if I sucked up some argon with like a Dyson vacuum cleaner? Yes. And then put the vacuum cleaner into reverse mode, thus creating a... <laughs> and you blasted it into your enemy's face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I don't think it would be enough to do the job. Well, you'd have to have a lot of argon. I would. I would have so much argon. Uh, oh, well, in that case, then yeah. If you have yeah. so much of it, then you're you're in like, you're in murder business, buddy. I would say thanks to my argon, you are gone. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding, and I'm not just saying this. I I, I tried to that exact joke. Um, I tried to use in uh, a comic before, and I just couldn't oh. make it work. Well, just because you hadn't met me yet. Exactly. <laughs> And now, and now it is all coming to fruition. Yeah, we, you are gone. Uh, make the comic, man. All this argon humor. I all love this it. talk of argon has made me hungry for some argon. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was actually thinking the same thing. Yeah, a nice hot cup of argon. <laughs> Drink that.
Sweet, sweet air gas. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give this comic a... I'm going to give it a five, because as far as I'm concerned, it's completely average. It's fine. I have no major issues with this comic. It's quite entertaining, I suppose. You know what? I'm upping it to a six. There we go. It's slightly above average. I'm going to um, up mine to a seven. Oh, shit. Just because okay, I know you, you like this one less than me, so obviously mm. i got to give it an eight. Yeah. I do like how fat Dilbert looks in panel one, though, I have to say. He, he, is, he, does, uh, he, he has a nice like rotundness to him, which I find quite appealing and sexual. He's got yeah, he's got the muffin top going on panel. He's got three. a shape. He's he's got a shape to him. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that. You know, not not enough people nowadays uh, just don't just don't care. You know, and he clearly doesn't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was a that was a fine Dilbert. Um. And honestly, I think I can safely say, um, shaping up to be a pretty great episode of the Dillcast as well. To be honest, and we've had a lot of. Interesting talk about gas, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, we we even got some cat stuff in there. Oh, um, uh, cat but, news! Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, are there any other regular segments that we haven't done? You haven't really done any impressions of anything. Oh, you're right. Oh, I see. We're back to the time. It's still bird time. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Word is born. Fight the law. Though, fuck the norm. No, don't don't do any more of this, please. It's uh, it's too good. That's the problem with it. It's too good. You know, I um. I think that we should make a whole album of Rage Against the Machine uh, Scott Adams covers. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I mean, we could do that. That's an option. Uh, if the Dillcast listeners would like to hear that, let us know. Although I'm sure that your input genuinely will make no difference as to whether or not the decision it's is made. It's not to happening. This. Yeah. Um, but no, no. I, I, I feel like we've... Um, Okay, I so to be something you want impressions. Uh, uh, here, let me go get well, Scott I, I, Adams. Way, back. It's not. It's not that I necessarily want them. It's Hi, just that there's, it's me, Scott God. Adams. Hi, Scott. I heard you're doing a podcast again about my comic. I, I've actually got some Scott Adams news. I could. Um, oh, I news could about me? What is it? Oh God. Okay. Um, I read Scott Adams' self-help book over the last few days, as again, for research purposes. You know, when I say that, I feel like Pete Townsend, when he got caught looking at child pornography, and he said he did it for research purposes. It's the same energy. I read Scott Adams's. Oh, so you did it. You did it for for real, then? You wanted my help? I, I wanted to see what help you could offer me, you know. And... The main thing that you talk about in this self-help book is every few, every like two paragraphs before you offer any sort of advice, you massively, um, ca- cla- what's the word? Like, you pre- you preempt it by saying like, like let's say he were offering some you pre- diet advice. Which you, you preempt do. it by saying, "Don't huff argon." Yeah, that's Don't right. Huff, I think yeah. argon is very dangerous. 
Yeah, all right, nerd. Um, oh, that hurt my no, feeling you say hole. Like, <laughs> you say, like, I am not a dietitian, or like, I am not a doctor, so you may be That's wondering I don't, what advice I don't I want to get sued. Yeah, but, like, why would you make a self-help book if you spend every paragraph that you're offering self-help explaining why you shouldn't listen to you? Because I think that what I think is very, 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 very good... Right, but that doesn't answer my question, Scott. I think that people like, should listen to my thoughts and that they are good. And that maybe my thoughts and the way I live could help you. And the way you live could be improved. And then I won't get sued and also I make money. You sound slightly like Spongebob. Ah, I think that your life will be improved if you follow my instructions. <laughs> Spongebert. <laughs> Sponge Spongebert. Oh. <laughs> That's my second. I love, that. I, love, I love Spongebob, man. You know, fucking uh, Inugami Korone was playing Spongebob. It was the best day of my life. Oh, yeah. I saw a couple clips of that. Three days of solid sponging from <laughs> Korone. It was beautiful. <laughs> oh, God. It made me want to play Spongebob, too. Yeah, I played a a little bit of that game. It's Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Rehydrated. Yeah, very good stuff. Very good stuff. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I got to get back to it. I I have all these games that I enjoyed quite a bit, and then I just like kind of stopped playing them. I'm like, oh, these are distracting me from drawing and work and this and that. And Argon. And Argon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't want us to make so many Argon jokes, they wouldn't have given it such a funny name for a gas. Yeah. It is just fun to say. Argon. Argon. Yeah. yeah. Argon. Do you do you think that Argon what like what is the etymology of the word Argon? Do you know? Um hmm. Like was it named by someone called like Richard Argon or something? Is that all there is to it? I wish I I'd knew. I'd like to know this. I would look I it up right now. I think we're going to find out right now. We're, we're finding out. It's Argon. I'm looking this up. Argon. Google this. Pockety click. Stewart is looking up something real quick. Watch him go <laughs> as he types his keys. Don't say, oh, hey, oh, geez. Because it might take oh, him go. a long ass time. He's a slow kind of guy and it takes some time. Okay, I what is the use of I don't care if that rhymes with rhyme. Did you know mm. that argon is the most abundant noble gas in Earth's crust? Yeah. It comprises 0.00015% of the crust. Now, you'd think that wasn't that much, but then again, it's a very big crust, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know what else the Earth's crust is made out of? Uh, dough. Yeah, cheese. A mozzarella. Oh, it's a stuffed crust. It is a stuffed crust. Yeah, bit of garlic. Getting me. Do nice. you think if it turned out that the Earth was a giant like pizza, if it was like a big ball of pizza, oh, yeah, it'd, it'd be gone, man. Oh yeah, that's what I was going to ask next. How long does the human race survive knowing this? Like, what 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 happens exactly? Like, I just feel like everyone would want to try a bit, wouldn't they? Yeah. 
course. They'd be like, yeah, I want to eat some of the earth that we live on, and then it would just be destroyed The the human race would just be, like, uh, tunneling inwards towards its ultimate demise to get to the, the inner goo, which is the cheese. Oh my god, you can form argon into a solid compound as well. Oh yeah? So I could throw argon at someone if I so... So I wanted to, I could be like, hey, have some of this argon. Eat and then this. Just, yeah. And then just fuck some argon at them. <laughs> Beautiful. I mean, this is great. I didn't know... I've never, I never. I mean, I'd heard of argon. I'd heard of the movie Argo. And I'd heard of the letter N. And I've heard I've of the movie Delgo. <laughs> have you seen Delgo? What, the horse? No, it's, it's this... Horse, uh, <laughs> No. Oh, Delgo! You've yeah, already talked about this stupid other, movie other episode. I was hoping you, brought you this would movie remember. Up before. It was so forgettable and horrible that I immediately forgot what it was, and now it's back. Now the sexy, horrible uh, CGI-looking people are back. Yeah, I yeah. don't like it. I don't like it. Stupid, sexy Delgo. Do you think they should do a crossover called like Delgo meets Rango? De- oh, yeah, of course. Make a yeah, when they make a crossover of a movie that was actually excellent with a movie that was uh, was was Rango excellent? I never watched it. It's great. Oh, you gotta That's, watch it. It's it's got what's his face in it? Johnny Depp. Yeah, right? it's, it does have Johnny Depp in it. Mm. Well, that's okay. I, I I don't mind that he's in there. He he made it before he uh, became evil. So well, he, before we knew that what, he'd become evil, what he allegedly did. <laughs> yeah. Bad what he Depp. probably did. Naughty. Naughty Depp. Let's face it, he definitely did all of it. <laughs> like, there's no doubt about it that he's guilty, guilty, guilty. But don't forget, we are liars, so we can say whatever we want. Oh, right. We're the liar podcast. Mm, exactly. Um, I'm George so W. I've... Bush. Oh, nice. Very clever. That's good. I like that. What you've done there is you've made it political. Oh, I see, because of the Rage Against the Machine connection, I get you. God, even when you're not being Rage Against the Machine, you always you always are Raging Against the Machine, aren't you? Me, yeah, of course, all the time. You know, if you take the album Rage Against the Machine, The Battle of Los Angeles, right? And you remove most of the letters except for the O in Los and... Rage, but you get rid of the E in Rage. That's an anagram of Argo. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit get that's everywhere, man. Oh, you know it. Yeah, but yeah. Now fuck, I know. You don't this. fuck around I, when it comes to. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to sound weird, but I feel like I can see it now and smell it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, now that I'm very much aware, it's all around me. It's like when you've had like some drugs and you become very. Coherent and lucid for for a bit, like, and you can just every sensation is heightened, and that's how I feel right now about the Argo. It's like I can feel it surrounding me. Mm. It's everywhere. This, this has been a fascinating podcast for me, to be honest. I, I'm really grateful to you. You live, to this you learn, you live, you learn. That's Sonic Adventure Two, isn't it? Yeah, it's Sonic Adventure Two. Yeah. So you lose, you learn. Or was that the magic school bus? It's yeah, it's magic school bus. 
Do you think Miss Frizzle ever filled the boss with Argo and shut the windows to teach them with, about with Argon? Ar- yeah. Ar- Ar- Argon, not Argo. Argo is the movie. Delgo is the movie. There's also a movie called Argo. <laughs> and now there's a movie called Argo Delgo Rango. Yeah, Argo Argo Delgo Rango, which is the le- the Lego movie, which the- is the best. Goal. Argo Delgo Lego Rango, the El- the movie. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like uh, the Go Cinematic Universe. Yep. That's how you do it. Mm. Yeah, we've just... I mean, you know... Fargo. If, if this po- Delgo. Yeah. Lego. Rango. Papa Shango. It, it never ends, really. God, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should wrap this up, because I think it's become quite clear we've run out of things to talk about. Okay. Because we're just talking about like things that end in go. I mean, I don't care. Things. I love wasting people's time. I mean, same. I love to do it too. That's why we're doing a podcast reviewing Dilbert comics. That's a good point. <laughs> but no, we've reached the forty-minute mark, so I think we should wrap things up. Uh, have you got anything to say left about this Dilbert comic? Um, not really. I I mean, I noticed that that little line that you were uh, that was missing from. Dogbert's face is present on the first panel. The yes, the but line it's that disappeared again. The non-existent the line that pisses yeah. you off. Mm-hmm. I saw it there, and I thought, "Oh, Stuart's going to be really happy about this." I was. I should have mentioned it. I was really happy, but I didn't think to mention it. You're right. I should have. Yeah, well, when I when I noticed it, and I, I realized, like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> I think he's drawn the pillow a bit weird. That's not really what a pillow looks like. Yeah, there's an meant... odd crease there. It's probably when yeah. I'd like to know what's what that is. What's up that's with that? no. What it was was when when Dilbert woke up and remembered that he's still alive. He punched his pillow real quick. He's like, Duh! and then he got up and got his suit on. At the risk of sounding needlessly crass, I think that he actually cut that hole in his pillow so he could fuck it. That is needlessly crass. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you could right. have said he used a knife to cut a, pil- a pillow hole so he could f- fluff it with his dingle. <laughs> so he basically, what he does is he did he cut the hole in the pillow. He fills it up with like like I don't know nacho cheese or something. Do you think uh, Dilbert has a body pillow collection? And after you say yes, who who's who is Dilbert's body pillows? I think that Dilbert has a body pillow collection, yes, and I think that they are of girl, uh, lady wrestlers from the Attitude Era of WWF pro wrestling. So he's got one of China, and he's got one of like Sable. All right, and, w- and one of like Jacqueline, and one of Trish. Xena, uh, Warrior Princess. That, she's not a wrestler. I know yeah, she's not a wrestler. But... No, you didn't know that because you listed it as one of the wrestlers. So you, I had to teach you that information. Okay, you're right. I'm wrong. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I'm right. Oh, fine. Uh, all, right, all right. God. Jesus. All right. Get hell. Mr. S- Smarty Pants know everything about wrestlers. I f- f- fucking. <laughs> Dillcast has turned mite sour. Fuck. Um, so I guess I guess that's it. I guess you know. I'm not self-fulfilling. stupid. Okay, I'm I sorry. know who Zena Princess is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh God. 
I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry that I said that, okay? <laughs> you know what? I'm the one who's stupid. You're I'm smart. sorry. I didn't mean to take it out on you. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. No, we got to keep it together. For real, like... <laughs> there's just something about my cat that happened. It made me really upset. Oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I... I... I took a poop. It was really stinky. <laughs> it smelled like shit. <laughs> I don't know if I can forgive it. <laughs> I think that I think that things like this are gonna happen. Oh, okay. With the cat, yeah, you're I right. Think. I think you've got. To, I think what you've got to do, Cobb, if you if you don't mind me saying, this is a bit of tough love, okay? Okay. You got to pull your pull yourself together. All right, I'm back you together. Just, yeah, okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. I was really worried for a second. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was the deal cost. Um, I guess it's plugging time. Uh, do 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 you want to do you want to plug your awesome like comics and stuff? Oh sure. Um. You can. I do a comic called "Please Forgive Me" with my buddy Yosef. Um, the site is plz the number four g i v e dot m e. So it's like pulls number four give dot me. Please forgive me. Uh, Pretty good, Stuart. What do you got going on? I got lots going on, but the main thing is the, my comic "Mary Hell," which is. Uh, MaryHellComic.com. It's actually going on ten days of uh, guest strips after tomorrow, uh, who are made by uh, someone very special. They may be closer than we think. You're talking about me, aren't you? I am. It is our dear Gobalatula has made has made ten guest strips for Mary Hell, which are like a little mini series called MaryGoesToAmerica.com. <laughs> I really hope you guys like it. Um, They're really funny. If you want to see Mary getting like abused, yeah, <laughs> for like nine um, strips. It's a crossover with um, uh, my character Allison from "Please Forgive Me" and it hurts. And Allison is quite the awful brat, and Mary <laughs> absolutely doesn't deserve what what she gets coming to America. <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. I, I had a lot of fun making them. Um, They're really funny. They're really funny comics. They're really funny. Thank I'm looking, you. I'm looking forward to running them. Yeah. Although the and first also, comic, like, I'll say in advance, is just kind of bullshit. So <laughs> It's funny, though. It's funny, though. <laughs> oh, thank you. It establishes a running gag throughout all of the rest of them. So. Oh, that's a good point. It's, nece- it's necessary. And also the opening, the fact that it's basically a zoom in is really funny. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So anyway, you look forward to those. Um, and we'll be back again uh, after... Same like, Dilbert time, same Dilbert crime. I'm going to yeah, take a big shit on my own ass. Going to take a fat <laughs> dump on my own ass. Going to take a big <laughs> shit on my own ass. Take a big shit on my own ass. Go! Going to take a big dump oh, on big my Oh, big a dump. Okay. I'll cats. sing it. I'll sing it right this time. 
I'm going to take a big dump on my own ass. Going to take a big dump on my own ass. I'm going to take a big dump on my own ass. Going to take a big dump on my own ass. Go. Now you don't even have um, to play the ending song. But yeah, I'm not, you should I'm not play, going to. You should play it anyway. Oh, okay. I guess I will then. That was that was a bit redundant then, wasn't it? Fuck no. Fuck okay. these people. <laughs> they owe us. To a, if you listen to a podcast about <laughs> Dilbert, you deserve all the abuse that we're hurling at you. Let's shake things up. How's this for okay. shaking things up? Fuck oh, you. Shit. Yeah, yeah. You, you, want, you want to get shaken up? Yeah, how about this? I just killed your mum. Oh my god, that was that was too far. It was I, that was too far, wasn't it? I'm sorry, I didn't kill your mom. If if she is dead already, I'm sorry. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Go. <laughs> Yeah.